You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. BJSC has opened its doors for another day and another week, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sunland Private Wealth talking to us from Johannesburg. Nick, what's in the diary? Let's start with the diary today. Hmm. Morning, Lindsay. Yeah, so after a shortened week last week for us in South Africa, it's back with uh, back with a vengeance. Actually, the diary is chock a block. I mean, let's start with uh, the couple of the big ones for me. Firstly, uh, tomorrow the U.S. president debate between Donald Trump and the Democratic nominee, of course, Joe Biden. So that's the biggie. That's tomorrow evening, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Mm. Uh, as far as I understand, each uh, each candidate has uh, 15 minutes for a, uh, a segment for six topics, uh, which will total 90 minutes. The full details, but that could be the a real sort of. Uh, I don't know if it's a market move. I mean, these, these things traditionally don't sort of change outcomes, although for some reason this might have a bit more weighting than most. Um, then if, Just before you, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. I wonder if Joe Biden has rewritten his speech or is rewriting his speech at the moment or his, his um, prognostications mm. because of the New York Times expose on Mr. Trump's mm. tax and financial affairs. I wouldn't be surprised. And of course, he's dismissed it as fake news. But the New York Times, I mean, certainly 20 a very detailed expose of his, of his tax affairs with a lot of sort of background to it. And I'm, I'm surprised if, if they haven't done their sort of back checks on that. So that, that could be quite interesting. Um, and then we've got a, we've got Friday data point. That's, um, that's Jobs Friday, as we know it. Uh, we, get, we get to sort of gauge the strength of uh, the world's biggest economy. Unemployment, of course, if you remember back in August, 8.4%. We're expecting that to fall to 8.2% in September. Uh, crucially, though, if we look at those weekly jobs numbers, they've been sort of markedly slow. So I think that's another big one. Uh, also on Friday, we've got uh, European inflation readings. Uh, ECB will be watching that one as well. Uh, elsewhere, a couple of central banks, Bank of India is reporting this week. Uh, and then locally, locally is quite a few big ones as well. So locally, it's, we, we never normally sort of feature amongst all the sort of global news. But locally, we have um, our delayed unemployment numbers, They're the first official figures to to see how badly our lockdown has affected us in SA and certainly amongst the jobless. Uh, that is out on uh, on Tuesday. Uh, we're looking, I mean, it's such a widespread. I mean, I've seen numbers of around the official rate. We're looking for 30.1% unemployment in quarter one. But I've seen some sort of whisper numbers as high as 50%. So that's, that might be a quite a big market mover for the RAND. Uh, that's tomorrow. And then as the day, the, the week progresses, we have uh, some PMI numbers on Thursday from ABSA and some trade deficit numbers on Wednesday. So, I mean, just in, in, in summary, Lindsay, it's, it actually is a very busy week. So I hope everyone had a good day off on or a good long weekend because it's going to get busy. Very good. Let's have a look at um, the Stock Exchange News Service today. What have I got in my diary? I'm speaking to Distill later on, but I think their numbers traditionally come out at around about five o'clock. What has come out this morning? Morning. What, what did you cover in your meeting locally? So locally, the guys were the guys mentioned famous brands came up with an update. I think, and they were talking about. Uh, I think they're writing down more of that Burger King this morning. Um, and, and kind of, there's been a few comments doing around the Twitter sphere because, as far as we all concerned, it was already written down. So I don't know why they're coming out with another one. Um, so something doesn't uh, something doesn't quite add up there. So that was a bit of a um, a bit of a concern amongst the sort of market watchers, wondering what uh, what is exactly the depth of that mess they got themselves into the UK. Um, and if I look at what uh, 
Uh, if I look at what else we have in the diary today, we got Tongot Hewlett. The AGM is on later. Um, I haven't seen any highlights from that yet. I think it's on at 10. Uh, and we've got August PMI da- data from StatsSA uh, coming out as well. But I didn't see too much on the corporate front, to be honest. I think there was something Arsenal no, Mittal, but I think it was Arsenal Mittal offshore. Yeah. No, there's absolutely nothing on my stock exchange news service. Slightly delayed, but um, yes, n- nothing whatsoever. So let's have a look at the, at the markets. Most people took Friday off. We didn't take Friday off. But just summarize... What happened? There was a surge, a huge surge on Friday evening in the States. Yeah, big time. So, I mean, Friday, if you look back, it was panning out to be quite a, a nasty sort of end to the week. I mean, we were, I mean, look, despite that massive surge, I mean, it literally bounced. The NASDAQ was actually down half percent and ended up finishing the Friday session up 2.3% and actually gaining 1.1% in the week. So, once again, those those FANG shares, the outlier, because the broader markets, Dow Jones, down for a fourth week in a row. And that's, in fact, the longest losing streak since back in August 2019. But we still have us very much by the, the, the dip mentalities that have indoctrinated into traders. And, and you saw that on Friday. You saw that this morning. Market was unchanged. And they just came in at uh, literally 1 o'clock this morning when the futures markets opened. And they've ramped the futures up another 30 points, indicating another 0.7% higher, which will bring its move since Friday morning to almost quarter uh, percent in a day and a bit. Mm. So there really is a, a lot of sort of hope built into this. Um, and I better, and, and I, uh, I'm not one of those buying into this. I think I'd rather sit in the sideline. It's, it's going to be a very choppy week. And, and look at our randoms. I mean, our rand this morning, well, I mean, we can talk about it in a sec, but I mean, once again, 20 cents swing already once or twice. And we really, it's not even uh, 10 o'clock in the morning. So volatility, once again, without saying too boring, is, is going to be the theme this week. Let's have a look at those spot prices and start with the dollar rand because it's 17.13. When we last spoke on Friday, I think it was 16.80, 16.81. And mm. it's probably been there again this morning. But as you say, the swings are uh, the swings are almost hourly these days. 17.13 is the dollar rand. British pound against the rand is 21.92. And the euro rand is 19.92 with the euro dollar 116.29. 116.29 the euro dollar so uh, the dollar is still in the ascendancy um, in the states on Friday just to recap the Dow Jones was up one and a third percent just above 27,000 the S&P was up 1.6 percent the Nasdaq again the star performer up two and a quarter percent in the Far East today good move in Tokyo up one and a third percent for the Nikkei Shanghai's flat and the Hang Seng is up 0.8%. Australia is flat as well. Commodities, the gold price holding on. It's unchanged at $18.61 an ounce. Platinum is $8.49, which is um, up 18 or 2.1%. And you'll give me palladium, please, Nick. Mm. Palladium also holding on. Just Let's call it down just two bucks. So let's call it unchanged. Uh, 2213 on the day. Okay, and the oil price, the all-important oil price. Down three quarters for the West Texas, just below $40 a barrel, 39.96. And Brent crude oil is 41.65, which is down two thirds of a percent. So commodities are flat to down today across the board, more or less. S&P futures, as you quite rightly said, doing quite well, up 0.8%. They opened more or less flat, maybe to slightly higher, but they've been gaining momentum overnight, 0.8% up for the S&P, going back above 3,300, and the NASDAQ futures are more or less the same. Okay, Nick, what about um, stories that you're looking at? I mean, shares that are moving before I come to mine. Yeah, so the bank's on a charge, and once again, you know, losing that dislocation to to that rand dollar uh, price, and and certainly against the bonds, because the banks were down significantly on Friday, and the bonds moved one pip. So again, that that dislocation has fallen apart. But this morning, if I just comment here, I mean, first rand up six percent. 
uh, ABSA, which was uh, getting hammered last week, up almost six percent, and the same goes Standard Bank four and three quarter percent, Old Mutual up five and a quarter percent, ninety uh, Ned Bank up five and a half percent again. So a real once again wild swings in these banks uh, on the back of really nothing. I mean the rand is point two percent weaker actually. So uh, yeah, I mean that that's one I guess is going to be the talking point already this morning. Okay, so that's financials to watch uh, throughout the day. Um, on my fifteen minute delayed screen, I've got. Redefine up 6.3%, MTN up 5.25%, first round, mine says up 5, but yours is much more accurate, and as you say, it's up 6%. Investec PLC up 5%, and Barlow World up nearly 5% as well. On the downside, AECI down 3.25%, DRD Gold down nearly 3%, Anglo Gold Ashanti down one2 Goldfields down 0.9%, and Investec Property Fund, I think it is, down two-thirds of a percent. So, yeah, but a good solid morning. What about the indices, Nick? Yeah, a very good solid morning, and that's reflecting the indices too. So uh, almost making back the entire move on Friday, funny enough. Uh, all share up 1.5%, 853 uh, points firmer, and we're only three quarters of an hour into the trade. 54,440. Uh, top 40 is back above 50,000 now, up 1.5%, 50,320. Uh, individual indices, there is very little that's in the red uh, pretty much everything agreed. Led by financials, as we just said. The financial index up 4%, industrials up 3%, consumer cyclicals 1.9% firmer. Uh, energy shares, despite the weak oil price, 1.4% firmer. Uh, and technology shares 0.78%. And utilities, I've got, uh, there's only a small basket of those, but that index down 1% today. Is it also, just before we go, is it also the same situations that used to be when I was uh, sitting on a desk that when it's significant Jewish holiday, which it is today because a lot of people are fasting, mm. including our friend David Shapiro, uh, because of Yom Kippur, do, do markets also uh, tend to be a little bit quieter because of the lack of participation there? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, uh, most of the big houses on Wall Street uh, have Jewish backgrounds and history to them as well, so you find the markets are fairly thin in the afternoon session. Um, although I will say, I mean, they must be, be happy while they're fasting because the markets had a really strong bounce globally today. But something tells me we, we're not finished yet. This is going to be a very volatile week. Very good. Well, we look forward to it. It gives us lots to talk about. Nick Kunzer, thank you very much. Nick Kunzer is from Sandman Private Wealth in Johannesburg. And that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.